Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. In this episode, we look at Fortnite and its role in personal development. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big team, big team. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we are looking at kind of a fun topic. Uh, we're kind of taking a break from the episodes on social distancing and loneliness and anxiety and yada, yada, yada. And we're looking at the role that Fortnite, uh, the video game, has played in my own personal development. Um, yeah, Fortnite, you know, that game that your kids were super excited about like two years ago, and now they're maybe still excited about, maybe they're over it. Uh, that game, I, I've been playing for the last two years, and it is addicting. <laughs> I will I will say that much. So we're going to be looking at some really interesting lessons learned from that process over the last two years of playing this game, practicing it, and treating it as something I'm trying to grow in, something I'm trying to improve at and get better at. Uh, and we're going to break down what those lessons could mean for video games as a whole and uh, the role that I think they can have in our personal development. This should be a super interesting discussion, but this is one of those episodes where I want it to be a discussion. So head over to YouTube or find me on Instagram or wherever to drop a comment and let me know your thoughts. I would love for this to actually be a back and forth uh, and, and to have a good discussion on it. Now, before we jump into the episode, let's look at today's sponsor. We all know how important our mental health is when trying to make big changes in our lives. Simply put, without taking care of our mental and emotional health, we won't be able to take the tiny leaps we need in order to move forward. That's why today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is the world's largest counseling service. It's 100% online and has helped 759,000 people just like you. With BetterHelp, you can get the support you need easily. Simply make an account, answer a few questions to be matched with the perfect counselor, and you're good to go. You can speak with your counselor in whatever way you want via text, chat, phone, or video sessions. And you can get the help you need exactly when you need it by messaging your counselor anytime, anywhere, or scheduling a live session at a time that's convenient for you. Every counselor is licensed, professional, and thoroughly vetted, so you can breathe easy knowing that you'll get the help you need. So take control of your mental health in 2020 by going to www.betterhelp.com slash tiny leaps. That's www.betterhelp.com slash tiny leaps. When you sign up today, you'll get 10% off your first month. So head over to betterhelp.com slash tiny leaps and get started right now. All right, so to preface this topic, we need to look at uh, my history with the game. So I started playing Fortnite back in, 
2018, I believe. Uh, so March-ish of 2018. Uh, the game came out roughly 2017, maybe uh, fall of 2017. So I started playing a, a little while after, about six months after it came out. And I was very, 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 very bad at it. Uh, like most people, right? Most people start out pretty bad. I was very bad. So uh, for for to give an idea, uh, there is this measurement in video games, especially uh, what's called PDP or player versus player games, where you are fighting other people and you win or you lose. Um, there's a measurement called KD, and it stands for kill death. So it's your kill death ratio, right? Now, if you are if you have a one, that means that for every time you died, you also killed somebody on average, right? So one kill per death. Now, I had a 0.23. What does that mean? That means that a quarter of the times that I died, for every four deaths, I killed one person. That is incredibly bad. Um, just very, very, very bad. Um, now, ultimately, that's that's not the point of this this episode. The the point of that is to share that I did not come into this and start as a good player. I started out very, very badly, and that's why it became this sort of journey of personal development and growth uh, within the context of the game because I had to improve. I had to try and get better, and the real reason I started playing was because my cousins were playing. Uh, my cousins, I, I grew up with them. I, I uh, treat them like siblings in a lot of ways, and they were playing this game, and we, we're now separated. Uh, we all live sort of all over the country, and so we wanted a way to stay in touch, and this became that way. Uh, however, I did not want to play with them when I was that bad. And so I started this process of getting better. Now, gaming is not new to me. I grew up as a gamer. I grew up playing uh, uh, a lot of different games, mostly what are called MMORPGs or massively multiplayer online role-playing games like World of Warcraft or RuneScape. Um, I also played a lot of uh, uh, sort of shooter fighting games. Uh, there's this game called Guns the Duel, G-U-N-Z the Duel, that my friend Victor and I grew up playing. So it, it's not my first time getting deeply, deeply invested in a game. I tend to have that tendency when there is a game I'm I'm addicted to. Uh, so so I'll I'll just sort of add that in there to give some additional uh, context on the type of person I am and why this has been such an interesting uh, journey for me because. Back when I was a gamer, back when I, I actually played video games regularly growing up, when I was in uh, middle school, high school, uh, early college, I did not have the platform I do now. And personal development, while it was a part of my life, was not something I was sharing with others. And so there was never any thought as to the role that video games played in my personal development. This time there was because this time I have that platform. This time I have that that responsibility to share my journey with you and share my lessons learned with you. And so the first big thing that I've learned in the last two-ish years of, of playing this game uh, regularly is that most things in life are not 
measurable. And what I mean by that is when you are trying to improve at a game, there is a specific skill, a specific thing that you're trying to do better at, or a specific situation that you always die in and you're trying to avoid it next time. You can see the result of that pretty much immediately. You can sit down, you can practice it, and you can see the result. In regular life, that doesn't typically happen. Most of the things that we actually try to improve at are internal. They're emotional. They're mental. They, they require uh, going through this long journey of identifying the thought traps and, and figuring out what's going on and altering them and uh, falling, failing and, and, and f- just moving forward, but very, very slowly and not in a way that you can physically experience. And so video games or sports, which is the other area of life where this becomes very easy to, to understand and wrap your head around, they bring development to the surface. They make it something that you can grasp, you can wrap your head around, and you can hold on to, uh, whereas most of life is not that way. Now, this is important to understand because I think that more people should have something in their life. It doesn't have to be video games. It doesn't have to be sports, but we should have something in our life that we can try to improve at that is measurable, is something we can hold on to. And this is the value, in my opinion, of hobbies, right? So whether it's crafting, whether you are learning to to do pottery, whether you're sewing, whether you're uh, uh, scrapbooking or doing puzzles or chess or whatever your thing is, having something in your life that is measurable that you can look at and say, I'm going to improve this particular area And then a week later, after practicing that over and over and over again, you can see the actual result. I think that helps us to quantify our growth as people. Because if all of the things we're trying to improve, which is always the case with personal development, if all of the things we're trying to improve are is internal, is mental, is emotional, we start to recognize that our lives always feel the same. We've actually grown and made progress, but it's hard to look at that progress. It's hard to feel that progress. It's hard to recognize that progress because we live with ourselves. And so as our mental state changes, as our emotional state changes, those things become a part of who we are. That becomes the new identity before we even have a chance to recognize it unless we have some history of the past recorded. So that's that was a, a big takeaway for me with this game is that I have benefited from the tangible feeling of growth that comes with it. Yes, is that growth largely inconsequential to the rest of my life? Absolutely. It really truly means nothing. Uh, getting better at this video game doesn't really help me in the rest of my life. But having just one thing in my life that is tangible, that is something I can hold on to, That has helped me to recognize growth in the rest of my life, the areas of my life that matter far more in the larger scheme of things. Now, the second big thing that has come from this game is the process of being confronted with reality. Now, here's what I mean. Uh, There have been thousands of times, hundreds of times. I I don't actually know the the real number. Uh, There have been a ton of times where I... I'm practicing something, I'm trying to get a particular move down, I'm trying to get a particular sequence of uh, events down, and I do it incredibly well by myself in training mode. But then I get into the game, and I, I start feeling myself a little bit, right? I start being like, okay, 
I'm good. I got this. I'm, I'm amazing at this game. Then I get into an actual game and somebody, I run into somebody who is just significantly better than me. He just completely destroys me. That is bumping up against reality. Because it's easy in our personal development, in our growth, to do things in isolation, to improve in isolation, to look at our own uh, uh, growth compared to where we were. And that is what we should be doing. Compare yourself to your previous self. That's all that matters. But sometimes those things need to be put to the test. And when those things get put to the test, we sometimes fall short and we start to realize, oh, we're not as good as we thought we were. Oh, we're not as smart as we thought we were. Oh, we're not as capable as we thought we were. And that is a devastating feeling. Being forced to face that reality is devastating and sometimes can lead to people stopping altogether, giving up altogether. And that's a sad outcome. But with video games, you're forced to face that reality regularly. Now, what effect does that have on the rest of your life? Well, it does build resilience. If you have been working hard at a game and you are forced to face the reality that you are just not as good as you thought and you have to do that over and over and over again, you start getting good at facing reality. You start getting good at learning how to, to learn something in a manner that does not isolate yourself and get completely focused on just you. You start to get good in enormous, enormous ways as it relates to your ability to practice a new thing and put it to the test quickly. So if you are learning graphic design, right, if you're, you're learning a creative skill, you're making something, you might be tempted to go away into your little hobbit hole and work on that thing and get it to a point where you feel like, you know what, this is great. I feel awesome. I'm, I'm an amazing graphic designer. And then you get out into the real world and you start trying to get clients and they look at your portfolio and they say, that's not any good. See, that's facing reality. But if you've never had to do that before, because the rest of your life doesn't demand it from you, you're not going to be good at that. And that response might get you to stop trying. That response might get you to quit. But if you have had to face that reality over and over again in the context of a video game or any kind of virtual environment, truly... You start getting resilient. You start getting good. You start taking that feedback and saying, okay, you know what? I'm not good enough yet. I need to get better. I need to figure out what I need to work on. This, 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 and this. And you just translate that skill over to your real life. So that, that's one of the skills that I think video games, as much as they can be a waste of time, I think they do bring to the table is having to learn how to face reality and keep moving forward. And then finally, to piggyback on that last statement, uh, the third major thing that I've learned from this video game over the last two years is the importance of continuously developing my mindset. Now, here's what I mean. As I was just talking about, in a video game context, you face failure constantly. Every time that you are trying to do something that you've practiced over and over again and you screw it up, you face failure. Every single time that you lose to someone who maybe isn't as good as you, you face failure. Every time you lose to someone who's better than you, you face failure. And those losses will happen. Those losses happen to the absolute best in the world. But having to face that failure over and over again, eventually, that 
that degrades your mindset. You might go into it with a really strong mindset, really strong understanding of, you know what? I'm good. I'm 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 great at this, but if I lose, no big deal. I'll learn from it. Like you might go into it with a phenomenal growth mindset. And by the end of a three-hour beating session where people are just beating you down, like they are just destroying you for three hours straight, you might come out of it with, oh, I'm I'm not good at this. I'm just not that good. And that's not that's not a good, good, good feeling to have. But if you ever want to get back on or if you ever want to break out of that pattern, because these patterns do exist where you fall into a negative place mentally and it causes the outcomes to keep happening, where you keep making mistakes, you keep screwing up, you keep getting upset, and it just causes more and more issues. If you ever want to break out of that, you have to be able to shift that mindset. And that's something that I think most of us in our day-to-day lives don't really have to do. We don't have to actively force a change in our mindset. We don't have to have have to actively deal with being beat down for a long period of time and being forced to face reality over and over and over again, but still co- somehow come out with a strong mindset. So one of the biggest benefits of video games is that you have to deal with that. You have to face failure. You have to try something and fail at it. That is the only way to move forward, is to try a thing. If it works, awesome. If it didn't work, which it likely won't, you got to deal with that. You have to be able to bounce back and try a different thing. Eventually, after hundreds and hundreds of times, you're not going to feel like trying a thing, and that's when it's on you to actually stop and collect yourself. And so uh, one thing I've had to start doing, and this is a big part of why I started reading every single morning, why I started consuming videos every single morning on positive mindsets, is reinforcing that, building that up over time so that it's harder and harder for that to get chipped away at, where three hours turns into four hours, and four hours still doesn't phase. Now, I want to end this episode with a quick caveat. Do I think you need video games to learn these lessons? Absolutely not. You can learn these lessons in your regular life. I think it's a little bit harder. I think video games are an interesting environment because you are forced to deal with failure over and over again in ways that the rest of your life maybe don't force. I think video games are an interesting environment because it forces you to uh, uh, try new things because that's the only way to advance the game. Whereas in your day-to-day life, maybe you've curated things and sculpted things in a way that you don't really ever have to do anything new. I think video games are interesting because it allows us to uh, uh, face reality over and over again, to try uh, practice things over and over constantly just to be forced to realize, oh, we're still not good enough, even though we've spent hours and hours and hours and we feel like we're good in that training environment. When we get into the real world, when we get into the real game, boom, we get completely dumped on. Like That's something that does not, it's not as accessible. It's not that it doesn't exist, but it's not as accessible in real life. And so I think video games can be a phenomenal way to grow as a person and to identify these things. But it has to be used in that way. And again, I don't think you need it, but I do think you need anything in your life that is tangible, where growth is measurable immediately, where you can decide the direction you want to grow, work at that thing, and then be forced to face whether or not you've reached it. And after you've decided that, oh, you know what, I failed to reach it, still being forced to get back up and try again and get back into the training room and practice and change your technique and change your style and figure out what is going on. 
And I think if we can find something like that, for me, it's video games. It doesn't have to be for you. But if we can find something like that, I think that our personal growth can be pushed to the next level. So with all of that said, this was, again, meant to be a discussion. Uh, I would love to hear your thoughts. I would really, really love to hear your thoughts, uh, whether it's video games or something else. What is that tangible thing for you? What can you measure in your growth? What is something you can decide you want to improve on? Go away and try it and uh, test it and try to improve. And then be forced to face the reality of whether or not you actually have to improve. What is that thing for you? Drop a comment down below if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening to the podcast, get in touch with me. Head over to youtube.com slash Greg Clunas and drop a comment or find me on Instagram at Greg Clunas or at Tiny Leaps. I'd love to connect with you. And as always, I've been Greg Clunas. Remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.